Good morning, listeners. This is Mercury, a broadcast of hope. It's day 1,521 since we came back on the air, and I'm Max O'Brien here with Dr. Rosalind Clark. Dr. Clark, I have something I need to say. Okay, go ahead. You found out that there is a protozoan parasite that causes zombies, right? Yes, that is the theory. I found them in all the zombies I've been able to examine. You know how sometimes you put something down and then you go back to look for it and it's been moved? Or sometimes you look for something and you can't find it and then you go back to the area you looked before and it's right where you looked before? That's easily explained. You just overlook something and then when you went back, you looked harder. What does that have to do with the parasite that causes zombies? I have a theory on how the zombies came, and it has to do with stuff being moved. Max, you promised you would discuss it with Agnes and me before you got on the air with your crazy theories. I know, I know. But I knew that you guys wouldn't let me tell people my theory, so I'm going to go ahead and tell it anyway. What if something terrible happened, and all records of our history were lost? What if the thing that happened changed people and the cultures of the world? How would future generations learn about us? Then, what if sometime in the very distant future, oh, I don't know, but say 5,000 years from now, people figured out how to time travel? Stop right there. Time travel is impossible. Travel to the moon was impossible 100 years ago. Picking up a phone and talking to someone on the other side of the world was impossible. Going faster than the speed of sound was impossible. So why should time travel be impossible in the future? Because physics says so. Or, more to the point, physics and biology both say so. Agree to disagree. Anyhow, they've lost the culture and history of their ancestors, us. So, they send researchers back to different times. They do little things, like move stuff and then see how we react. They don't just want to see what we were, but how different people react to different things. That way they can see how us humans as a whole did things. They can study our culture and see what made us tick. Why on earth would they do that? That's not how science works. You don't just do random things to a test subject to see what happens and how they react. You have to have methodology. You have to have a predicted outcome so you have something to compare to what actually happened. And if their goal is to reconstruct their own ancient history and culture, it seems to me like they'd be better off to just quietly observe and gather information rather than getting directly involved. Oh, so now you admit that the time travel thing is plausible. I didn't say that. You're spending an awful lot of time thinking about something you claim to be impossible. Only because it's important to debunk this weirdness in as many ways as possible. Anyway, I think I even met one of them once. I worked on a loading dock for a short bit when I was younger. There was a guy who was younger than I was. He listened to music that was old, and he knew things that an early 20-something wouldn't care about. He talked like he had lived those events, not just studied them. Then, when he saw I was getting suspicious, he up and quit. An astonishing sequence of complete coincidences and your own confirmation bias at work. But go on. Okay, now say those same people carried the zombie protozoa in their blood. Say they were immune to it. When the Europeans came to the New World, they carried diseases the native populations had no defense against. Let's say one of these time travelers accidentally got into a fight with someone and bit him to get away. They would pass the zombie protozoa to the person from our time. That person turned and bit someone else. And, well, you get the idea. Maybe this is what happened. The time travelers came, infected people, and civilization collapsed. Are you done? 
I mean, I think so. I don't know what else there is to say. It's a it's a pretty open and shut case, if you ask me. It looks like we're about out of time for today, so let's sign out before it gets any weirder around here. No, no, we've still got a couple more minutes. No, really, we're out of time. No matter how much time is left, we're definitely out of it. I will say this, though. I was wrong about time travel being impossible. We're all traveling through time right now at the rate of one second per second. And I can't stand one more second of this today. For Mercury, a broadcast of hope, this has been Dr. Rosalind Clark and Max O'Brien. Take care of each other.